What? Alright, girls and boys, hoes and bros, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Noble's Pod. I'm the one and only host, Noble, aka Grandal, aka No Choke, aka Studio Stew. And as always, we have much to smoke and more to talk about. So let's get straight to the rundown. Shall we? Okay. Let me go ahead and put out the long. The 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 cruel de Cron. What was it? Phineas and Ferb de Cron. The long, long pencil neck joint right here. Listen, man. This procedure. It's A B C. It's one two three. It's just how I give it up on the pod, man. I want to say, um, you know, appreciate anybody that's been tuning into the network, tuning into the content, tuning into Noble's Network, tuning in to uh, Noble Barker on SoundCloud, tuning in to TikTok Noble's Network, tuning in to Instagram nine nine Noble seven. Tune in to YouTube, Noble's Network. Tune it in to Facebook, Noble's Network. Come more on multiple platforms. I will have that coming out soon. But listen, man, got to give my appreciations out. That's just how we do things on the pod. Okay, that's just how we do things. But, of course, before we get into any of the goods, okay, any of the goods, we got to get into the goods. Okay, we got to get into the goods. So listen, man, I know, um, you know, eat Mubarak. You know what I mean? You know, I've been giving like the whole play-by-play on the Ramadan shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I was saying, don't do not do what I do. Do what I say. <laughs> okay, so in this case, celebrate, you know, congratulations anybody that's actually fasted Ramadan, you know, properly fasted. They 30 days did what they were supposed to do. Shout out to them. Always got to congratulate, you know, those people that do that type of thing for me. That's much of a solution. You know what I mean? I've seen uh, BG Knockout. Shout out to BG Knockout Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Went to go make Hodge and shit. You feel me? Um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Kyrie Irving is Muslim now. You know what I mean? Like, it's a hey, hey. Things are, things are hey. Um, you know, but listen, but listen, I gotta go ahead and light up this situation right here so I can get into my zone. So I guess, you know, listen, I had, um, my homie had, his mom had a wedding, so they brought home, you know, some food and, you nigga, know, I had some, some sour, some, it wasn't sour. It was like, um, spicy, some spicy Spanish rice, brown rice, it seemed like it was. It was like some seafood, macaroni and cheese, um, with like some pasta on it. Said, nigga, what? So I advise all you motherfuckers, listen, don't order out tonight, all right? If you got something inside the freezer, go cook that shit, <laughs> Go cook that shit. I'm telling you, I've been buying a couple of things lately. My mom got me a little, um, what you call it, a crock pot. Got me the crock pot, you know what I'm saying? So I'm about to be whipping and whipping, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm getting tired of, of fucking, of, of sandwich fry. Okay, wing fry, okay? Fucking gyro wrap after gyro wrap. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I done played out my own spot, Mary's and the Harry's. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't even be coming through like they used to be coming through on the rice. It's just like, you know what I mean? So I need like my home shit, home plate. That was kind of a long material goods right there. But let me go ahead and light up the situation. Or oh, this small, small, the skinny... Long ass joint. I don't know why I rolled it like this. Like I didn't read it. I didn't need to roll that much. You know what I mean? Like all I needed to roll was like just a couple of it. <laughs> like I did. Like like I didn't. Well, not just a couple of uh, uh, grams. You know what I'm saying? But I just need to roll like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like not that much leaf. I put too much fucking paper on it. But that's why I was like real skinny like this. It real kind of pissed me off, Loki. If you could tell, if you could tell, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's fucked up when you don't got the butt or the joint smoking like you needed to in conversation. You know what I mean? You need those things to be synchronized. I got to really pull on that. Like, I got to really pull on that. Um, first topic on the rundown, man. Got to get straight to it. 
studio session. Okay, great, great studio session that I just had, man. This one was just different, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that, you know, I could. it could be me. Like, it could be me just getting sharper. It could be, you know, due to the fact that I had to do a feature to the for the homie. You know what I mean? Shout out to, you know, I gave the shout outs yesterday on, on, on last pod. Shout out to the man nonchalantly underscore Zay on Instagram. Had to do a couple features for him. So, you know, maybe it was just different, like making music for other people. I mean, you know, that is that is a difference, you know what I'm saying, versus making music for yourself because I try to actually, you know what I'm saying, like stick on topic of the solo man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how like niggas get on a feature and you be talking about getting cash and he just start talking about getting ass? And it's just like, nigga, I need you. We talking about money right now. Now, unless you can make this ass and cash correlate, you lost me. You know what I'm saying? I need you to stay on topic. I need you to stay on the motherfucking subject, all right? Um, but you see that a lot with features, you know what I'm saying? Like the dude just come in and do his shit like he always do. And it'd be like nothing to do with the song. Like this had nothing to do with the song, my nigga. You killing 30 niggas on the block, setting up shop with no props, had nothing to do, (laughs) had nothing to do with the song. But, you know, I tried to, you know, at least put in the effort in that sense, you know what I'm saying? To make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, you know, great studio session, man. Shout out to my man, El Trucifer. You know, I get big shout outs every episode. You know what I'm saying? So big shout outs, you know, you know me. Um, shout out to, you know, El Trufacer, you know what I'm saying? My man Tro at Prescott Studios. Shout out to Uncle Dave and them and the crew. You know what I mean? Just, just you know what I mean? Just uh, went to go, you know, book a two-hour session. You know what I'm saying? Got to get them hours in. Got to get them hours in. Okay, song should be uploaded on SoundCloud probably later today, without a doubt. Um, unless it has some sort of download issue. But I went in there, recorded three songs um, you know what I'm saying? One full song, one hook, and one verse uh, for the feature. So it was like two feature on a hook and a verse, and then the whole song was going to be for me. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? But I'm fucking up on my words right now. I'm high as fuck. But you know what I'm saying? Like, really, also big shout outs to my man, Louis Blue, coming through with the heat, like always. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to um, Cody Springer. Cody Springer, I will be on Cody Springer's podcast, okay, the Cody Springer Show, I believe that's what it's called, y'all go follow him on Instagram, he has his podcast, I think he just put out a milestone, they just reached 5,000 downloads, so shout out to him, he's doing some big things out there, showing mad love, giving mad exposure for artists, you know what I'm saying, so, um, you know, if you're an artist yourself, and you're looking to get out for exposure, you know what I'm saying, talk to somebody about your music and shit, possibly push your shit to further avenues, you know what I'm saying? You might want to... I've been giving y'all the plugs. Like, if you really want to think... If you're really thinking about it, I really am the greatest middleman of all time. I've been saying this for a minute, okay? There's somebody that can connect you to somebody. And it, I'm that nigga, okay? Anything that I'm giving you, any of these contacts that I am saying, any name that I say, I don't say names on podcasts. So anytime I say a name, it's credible, okay? You can go... It's tangible. You can go touch it. You can go feel it. You can go see what the fuck is up, man. I'm not going to give no bullshit because I'm not going to do no bullshit. So why the fuck would I give y'all bullshit? You know what I mean? So big shout outs to my man, Louis Blue, coming through with the beats. Also, um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man, Cody Springer, the Cody Springer Show, the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Just reached a milestone with 5,000 downloads, doing his thing, man. I'm about to go ahead and hop on that podcast on Tuesday. He wanted me to go ahead and be on this podcast, talk about the music, talk about just being an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just pretty much chop it up, have a good, 
you know, artist to um, podcast through conversation. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I fuck with that. Like, I just, uh, I saw a little bit of the work that he was doing. I'm reading his little bio and shit. Shit is dope, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to fuck with niggas that's trying to fuck with me, of, at least. You know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to fuck with me, I, of course, I'm going to look into it, see if I fuck with it. If I fuck with it, I'm on it. I ain't no hesitation. And, you know, no, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a hit you up later and see. But, nah, I ain't one of them type of niggas. I, if you if you show me that you have something for me to be on and you want me to do something for you, if I go check it out, if I fuck with it, I'm going to let you know probably in the next 15 to 20, like whenever whenever I get finished going to go check out the content that you want me to be on, whatever, if that's a song or a podcast or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Once I go check out the content, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you a word, bro. I'm not going to give you the run around like, nah, my dude, and nah, nah, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's not, that's not the type of nigga I am because... I also realize that when somebody asks somebody for something like that, like when you ask somebody to be on a feature for a song, or when you ask somebody to be on your podcast, like to be quite honest, you're looking for an immediate response. Like, <laughs> like these, these are things that have scheduling. They need to fit in your timing. So it's like, I need you to kind of respond within the 24 hours at least, right? Because what if I'm trying to contact somebody else to, to get on a feature? Or what if I'm trying to con- contact somebody else to be on my podcast? You know what I'm saying? So I try to get, get back to niggas urgently. You know what I'm saying? When I feel as though it's urgent. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get somebody on your shit. You go out the way, go above and beyond to ask that person to be on. And that motherfucker take, you know what I'm saying, a week to respond back. Like, that's going to be no good. You know what I mean? Like, and also, like, who are you to not respond back? Like, like, like some of you niggas. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, thankfully, yet, I'm pretty sure it will happen in the future. But it has yet happened to me yet. Not to say that, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to take it like some type of way. Like, oh, you just a bullshit ass nigga. But at the end of the day, it's like... You know, it's a way to handle business. You know what I'm saying? Even if no business is being made at the time in terms of money, cash, right? But there's a way to handle business in terms of a transaction. When somebody's giving you something, when you're receiving something, or to reciprocate, uh, you know, that type of energy or that type of business, um, you know, that's that's just, you know, to me, you got to respond promptly and professionally. You know what I'm saying? And whether that, whether that be on time or, you know, sending exactly what you said you was going to send or receiving exactly what you were supposed to receive, you know, those are the type of things that, you know, I fucking cherish and, you know, not cherish, that's probably the wrong word. I, I uh, put I put my hat on it. Like, I definitely, you know what I'm saying, I, I stamp that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know which word I'm trying to use, but you get what the fuck I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> So, great studio session today. Great studio session, man. We just be having a ball in there. Like, really? That's my favorite place to be, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can just really just get up in there, you know, uh, just... I mean, I, I'm always myself. Don't get me wrong. I'm always myself, but... I will say, like, um, it's good to be in your element. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure a basketball player feel really good on the basketball court versus off. And they're like, you know what I mean? Like, he gets steps into a different realm. Like, it's a whole different atmosphere, excuse me, uh, energy that comes, um, you know, into play when it comes down to, at least for me, a.k.a. Studio Stowe being at the stew, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I always get those vibes, those 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 frequencies <laughs> that everybody likes to talk about frequencies. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was a great it was a great day in the studio, man. Studio session completed. Um, like I said, you will definitely see a couple of those songs. If not for sure, uh, the one that I got for myself is definitely gonna be uploaded um, at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Today. So that one will be uploaded for sure on Noble Barker SoundCloud. Noble Barker, N-O-B-L-E-B-A-R-C-A on SoundCloud. Uh, you'll be able to see that up there. Now, I want to talk about something real quick that I've noticed I do have. I do have studio quirks. Okay, I, I thought I wouldn't be that type of person. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was just going, you know what I'm saying, come in the studio, chill, smoke a blunt, 
you know what I'm saying? Even that could be a quirk in terms of just getting the smoke ready and, you know what I'm saying, rolling up. Like, that could be, you know, uh, you know a recipe, you know what I'm saying, or, or a ritual, if you will. But um, I didn't think, like, I need, like, I don't, know, I don't do, like, the mirror, mirror, and all that. I don't need a lot of that shit. But it's just, like, I ain't gonna lie. I go in there, and I throw, like, a 15, 30-punch combination. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to get that out. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm not going to lie. Every single time that I've been getting in the studio since I was about 19, because I was in and out the studio for, for a minute. So, um, you know, every time that I was actually in there, before I actually start doing anything vocally on the mic, whether that's rapping or singing, I got to get some combinations in. And, like, I just, and I'm not talking about no lazy... Like, throw, I'm talking about some combinations. Like, I, like it's just like, I don't know, maybe get that energy off. Just get to relax my, um, relax my, my, my emotions a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you could be coming from a situation or, you know what I'm saying? Just, just got finished having a conversation and thinking about something. Like, I'm trying to get completely naked in the brain, if that makes any sense. I need my brain to be uncovered with all just, you know what I'm saying? It needs to be ready to paint white canvas. You know what I'm saying? And the 30 punch combination, I guess it helps me get to that white canvas. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I do have studio quirks. I'm not going to lie. I do need the Lala in the studio. It's not just because I need to get high, which I do. But, but, but on top of it, it's like I need it for the atmosphere. Like, I just need to smoke. Like, it's just like, it's just good. It's just good when you're in the studio with the with the smoke blowing and the song playing in the background and you chopping it up with your homies and you know you're just laughing you're just having a good time it's very at least my sessions they be real relaxing real relaxing not too many people in there you know what i'm saying it's either me by myself with the with the producer or the or the engineer maybe a couple of other people in there on on just you know listening on a session you know sometime or whatever but you know for the most part i be having like real relaxed you know what i'm saying smoking eating a pop tart you feel me? Like, that's, I'm just, I'm calling. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is my element. This is where I want to be at really all times. Eight hours out the day, I would I would rather be at the studio eight hours every single day. You know what I'm saying? At some point, I'm going to get to that level, I promise you. And I'm going to get that stew in, um, you know what I'm saying, where I can just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, artists, like, have, like, the studio at their house, you know what I'm saying? And just treat it like a job, eight to five. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a viable thing right there, for real. You know what I'm saying? When you're that type of lab rat who just needs to be in the studio because you have the itch. Like, even if I was just in there doing nothing, we could just be in there listening. We could just be in there, um, you know, learning about, like, all this. Like, it doesn't matter what I'm in there. I need to be in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a basketball player, you need to be on the basketball court with a hoop. You know, and you're dribbling on the sidewalk thinking it's 1999. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely not. Like, I remember J. Cole said that in his documentary. He said he was coming up. He up here dribbling the, dribbling the basketball down the street like it's 1997 when niggas out there training in a gym real hard every single day with a trainer. You know what I'm saying? Doing, like, some actual drills. You up here dribbling on the sidewalk. Like, I'm like I'm not trying to say that dribbling on the sidewalk is bad. Of course, dribbling anywhere is good. But I'm not. I'm also going to say that, you know, in the gym training is probably the best training that you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Versus that street ball, you know what I'm saying? Type, you know what I'm saying? Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you go, if you gonna do something, if you want to do something for real, you got to dedicate real time to it, right? And if you can't dedicate the time that you want to dedicate to it, it might feel like you, you're missing out, you know? And every time I leave the studio, I'm not going to lie, I feel like I'm missing out. 
every time. Because I know that I'm spending time doing other shit besides being in the studio, like working a job. <laughs> or like getting money for the goddamn studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit take money to be up in there. So it's just like, you're going to spend while you're in there, right? You're going to spend hours, spend time, spend money. But it takes time to even get to that point to spend. <laughs> okay, you need free free time, freedom, unnecessarily, uh, rather uh, a necessary financial freedom, or 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 a time freedom, responsibility freedom, where you can just be in the studio all day. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people that's probably in the studio all day. Young kids, fresh out of high school, don't really got responsibility, can be in there all day if they have the money. You know what I'm saying? Or the trapper, the the, the niggas actually, you know what I'm saying, in the streets where they have a financial. Uh, stability, be quite honest, you know what I'm saying, to, to allocate, you know, just throw money at hours, because that's what you're doing in the studio, like, I don't think people really understand exactly what, what artists, not what they go through, I'm not one of them type of niggas, but I'm just saying, like, what they do, like, what you actually do to get the, the job done, is that you're spending money on hours, that's what you're doing, you're, you're spending money to use time, Okay, and the way that you use the time, the valuable or, or the result of the time that you use, you know what I'm saying, the value of the time that you use uh, is depending on how the session goes. You know what I'm saying, like my homie was telling me, a lot of people getting in the session, they, he said they book a four-hour session, all right? That's at least a couple of hundred, all right? So they booking a four-hour session, and they up there smoking for two hours. Now, I said I smoke, I got my virtue and everything, but as I'm smoking, I'm talking. We talking about the, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we about to gear up for the shit, we uploading the shit, I'm sending you an email for the track stems, you know what I'm saying, we getting shit done as we doing, we're not just sitting around chilling, you know what I'm saying, so like, you know what I'm saying, how you value your time in a studio, especially uh, because you're going to be paying, <laughs> you know, quite, quite some chunk change to be up in there, um, you know what I'm saying, if you want some quality, like at the end of the day, Man, it's it, you know it's it's a hell of a thing to try to balance that, and I always feel I'm not gonna lie, I always feel as though, um, you know what I'm saying I'm just I'm missing out on something, you know what I mean? But um, you know what I'm saying I just gotta get my ducats up, you know what I'm saying I got bills, yeah, I got really to everybody else, you know what I'm saying? But really, once I get my ducats up, they'll 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 be a little bit better, um, you know what I'm saying? Just going there more often, you know. Um, but you know, I, like I said, you know, I do have my studio quirks. I'm not gonna lie, thirty plus combination, I let it go. You know what I'm saying? Zap Jude up in there with the jack. All right? Episode 70 of Noble's Pod, man. Um, you know, next topic uh, coming up next. Three, two, one. All right, girls and boys, hoes and bros, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Noble's Pod. I'm the one and only host, Noble, a.k.a. Grandal, a.k.a. No Choke. A.K.A. Studio Stew. And as always, we have much to smoke and more to talk about. So let's get straight to the rundown. Shall we? Okay. Let me go ahead and put out the long... The cruel the, the de Gron. What was it? Fafinius of Cruel de Gron? The long, long pencil neck joint right here. Listen, man. It's procedure, it's ABC, it's one, two, three, it's just how I give it up on the pod, man. I want to say, um, you know, appreciate anybody that's been tuning into the network, tuning into the content, tuning into Noble's Network, tuning in to uh, Noble Barker on SoundCloud, tuning in to TikTok, Noble's Network, tuning in to Instagram, 9, nine Noble 7, tuning in to YouTube, Noble's Network, tuning in 
the Facebook. Nubbles Network coming more on multiple platforms. I will have that coming out soon. But listen, man, gotta give my appreciations out. That's just how we do things on the pod. Okay, that's just how we do things. But of course, before we get into any of the goods, okay, any of the goods, we gotta get into the goods. Okay, we gotta get into the goods. So listen, man. I know, um, you know, eat Mubarak, you know what I mean? You know, I've been giving, like, the whole play-by-play on the Ramadan shit, so, you know what I'm saying? Like I was saying, don't do not do what I do, do what I say. <laughs> okay, so in this case, celebrate, you know, congratulations anybody that's actually fasted Ramadan, you know, properly fasted, they 30 days did what they were supposed to do, shout out to them, always gotta congratulate, you know, those people that do that type of thing for me, that's much of a solution, you know what I mean? I've seen uh, BG Knockout, shout out to BG Knockout Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Went to go make Hodge and shit. You feel me? Um, you know, it's this a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Kyrie Irving is Muslim now. You know what I mean? Like it's hey, hey. Things are things are hey. Um, you know, but listen, but listen, I gotta go ahead and light up this situation right here so I can get into my zone. So I guess, you know, listen, I had um my homie had his mom had a wedding, so they brought home, you know, some food and you nigga, I had some some sour, some it wasn't sour, it was like um, spicy, some spicy Spanish rice, brown rice, it seemed like it was, it was like some seafood, macaroni and cheese, um, with like some pasta on it, said, nigga, but, <laughs> so I advise all you motherfuckers, listen, don't order out tonight, alright, if you got something inside the freezer, go cook that shit, <laughs> okay, go cook that shit, I'm telling you, I've been buying a couple of things lately, my mom got me a little, um, what you call, a crock pot, got me the crock pot, you know what I'm saying? So I'm about to be whipping and whipping. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm getting tired of, of fucking, of, of sandwich fry, okay? <laughs> Wing fry, okay? Fucking gyro wrap after gyro wrap. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I done played out my own spot, Mary's and Harry's. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't even be coming through like they used to be coming through on the rice. It's just like, you know what I mean? So I need, like, my home shit, home plate. That was kind of a long material goods right there. But let me go ahead and light up the situation. Or this small, small, this skinny, long ass joint. I don't know why I rolled it like this. Like, I didn't read I didn't need to roll that much. You know what I mean? Like, all I needed to roll was, like, just a couple of, <laughs> like, I did, like, like, I didn't, well, not just a couple of uh, uh, grams, you know what I'm saying? But I just need to roll, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that much leaf. I put too much fucking paper on it, but that's why I was, like, real skinny like this. It real kind of pissed me off, Loki. If you can tell, if you can tell, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's fucked up when you don't got the blunt or the joint smoking like you needed to in conversation. You know what I mean? You need those things to be synchronized. I got to really pull on that. Like, got to really pull on that. Um, first topic on the rundown, man. Got to get straight to it. Studio session. Okay, great, great studio session that I just had, man. This one was just different, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that... You know, I could. it could be me. Like, it could be me just getting sharper. It could be, you know, due to the fact that I had to do a feature to the for the homie. You know what I mean? Shout out to, you know, I gave the shout outs yesterday on, on, on last pod. Shout out to the man nonchalantly underscore Zay on Instagram. Had to do a couple features for him. So, you know, maybe it was just different, like making music for other people. I mean, you know, that is, that is a difference, you know what I'm saying, versus making music for yourself. Because I try to actually... You know what I'm saying? Like, stick on topic of the song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, niggas get on a feature and you be talking about getting cash and he just start talking about getting ass? And it's just like, nigga, I need you. We talking about money right now. Now, unless you can make this ass and cash correlate, you lost me. You know what I'm saying? I need you to stay on topic. I need you to stay on the motherfucking subject. All right? 
Um, but you see that a lot with features. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude just come in and do his shit like he always do. And it'd be like nothing to do with the song. Like this had nothing to do with the song, my nigga. You killing 30 niggas on the block, setting up shop with no props. Had nothing to do, had nothing to do with the song. But, you know, I tried to, you know, at least put in the effort in that sense, you know what I'm saying, to make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, you know, great studio session, man. Shout out to my man, El Trucifer. You know, I, was, I, I get big shout outs every episode. You know what I'm saying? So big shout outs, you know, you know me. Um, shout out to, you know, El Trucifer, you know what I'm saying? My man, Tro. At Prescott Studios, shout out to Uncle Dave and them and the crew, you know what I mean, just, just you know what I mean, just uh, went to go, you know, book a two-hour session, you know what I'm saying, gotta get them hours in, gotta get them hours in, okay, song should be uploaded on SoundCloud probably later today, without a doubt, um, unless it has some sort of download issue, but I went in there, recorded three songs, um, you know what I'm saying, one full song, one hook, and one verse uh, for the feature, so it was like two feature on a hook and a verse, and then the whole song was going to be for me. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? But I'm fucking up on my words right now. I'm high as fuck. But you know what I'm saying? Like, really, also big shout outs to my man, Louis Blue, coming through with the heat, like always. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to um, Cody Springer. Cody Springer. I will be on Cody Springer's podcast. Okay, the Cody Springer Show. I believe that's what it's called. Y'all go follow him on Instagram, he has his podcast, I think he just put out a milestone, they just reached 5,000 downloads, so shout out to him, he's doing some big things out there, showing mad love, giving mad exposure for artists, you know what I'm saying, so, um, you know, if you're an artist yourself, and you're looking to get out for exposure, you know what I'm saying, talk to somebody about your music and shit, possibly push your shit to further avenues, you know what I'm saying, you might want to, I've been giving y'all the plugs, like, if you really want to think, if you really thinking about it, I really am the greatest middleman of all time, I've been saying this for a minute, Okay, now there's somebody that can connect you to somebody, and it, I'm that nigga. Okay, love anything that I'm giving you, any of these contacts that I am saying, any name that I say, I don't say names on podcasts. So anytime I say a name, it's credible. Okay, you can go, it's tangible. You can go touch it. You can go feel it. You can go see what the fuck is up, man. I'm not gonna give no bullshit because I'm not gonna do no bullshit. So why the fuck would I give y'all bullshit? You know what I mean? So big shout outs to my man Louis Blue coming through with the beats. Also. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Cody Springer, the Cody Springer Show, the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Just reached a milestone, 5,000 downloads, doing his thing, man. I'm about to go ahead and hop on that podcast on Tuesday. He wanted me to go ahead and be on this podcast, talk about the music, talk about just being an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just pretty much chop it up, have a good, you know, artist to um, podcaster conversation. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I fuck with that. Like, I just, I saw a little bit of the work that he was doing. I'm reading his little bio and shit. Shit is dope, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to fuck with niggas that's trying to fuck with me, of, at least. You know what I mean? Like, if you try to fuck with me, I, of course, I'm going to look into it, see if I fuck with it. If I fuck with it, I'm on it. I ain't no hesitation. And, you know, no, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a hit you up later and see. But nah, I ain't one of them type of niggas. I, if, you, if you show me that you have something for me to be on and you want me to do something for you, if I go check it out, if I fuck with it, I'm going to let you know probably in the next 15 to 20, like whenever whenever I get finished going to go check out the content that you want me to be on, whatever, if that's a song or a podcast or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Once I go check out the content, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you the word, bro. I'm not going to give you the run around like, nah, I might do it and nah, nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's not, that's not the type of nigga I am because... I also realized that when somebody asks somebody for something like that, like when you ask somebody to be on a feature for a song, or when you ask somebody to be on your podcast, like 
to be quite honest, you're looking for an immediate response. Like, <laughs> like these, these are things that have scheduling. They need to fit in your timing. So it's like, I need you to kind of respond within the 24 hours at least, right? Because what if I'm trying to contact somebody else to, to get on a feature? What if I'm trying to con contact somebody else to be on my podcast? You know what I'm saying? So I try to get, get back to niggas urgently. You know what I'm saying? When I feel as though it's urgent. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get somebody on your shit. You go out the way, go above and beyond to ask that person to be on. And that motherfucker take, you know what I'm saying, a week to respond back. Like, that's going to be no good. You know what I mean? Like, and also, like, who are you to not respond back? Like, 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 like some of you niggas. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, thankfully, yet, I'm pretty sure it will happen in the future. But it has yet happened to me yet. Not to say that, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to take it like some type of way. Like, oh, you just a bullshit ass nigga. But at the end of the day, it's like. You know, it's a way to handle business. You know what I'm saying? Even if no business is being made at the time in terms of money, cash, right? But there's a way to handle business in terms of a transaction. When somebody's giving you something, when you're receiving something, or to reciprocate, uh, you know, that type of energy or that type of business, um, you know, that's that's just, you know, to me, you got to respond promptly and professionally. You know what I'm saying? And whether that, whether that be on time or, you know, sending exactly what you said you was going to send or receiving exactly what you were supposed to receive, you know, those are the type of things that, you know, I fucking cherish and, you know, not cherish, that's probably the wrong word. I, I uh put I put my hat on it. Like, I definitely, you know what I'm saying, I, I stamp that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know which word I'm trying to use, but you get what the fuck I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> So, great studio session today. Great studio session, man. We just be having a ball in there. Like, really? That's my favorite place to be, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can just really just get up in there, you know, uh, just... I mean, I, I'm always myself. Don't get me wrong. I'm always myself, but I will say, like... um. It's good to be in your element. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure a basketball player feel really good on the basketball court versus off. And they're like, you know what I mean? Like, he gets stepped into a different realm. Like, it's a whole different atmosphere, excuse me, uh, energy that comes, um, you know, into play when it comes down to, at least for me, a.k.a. Studio Stowe being at the stew, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I always get those vibes, those 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 frequencies <laughs> that everybody likes to talk about frequencies um you know what i'm saying so you know it was a great it was a great day in the studio man studio session completed um like i said you will definitely see a couple of those songs if not for sure uh the one that i got for myself is definitely going to be uploaded um at the end of the day you know what i'm saying today so that one will be uploaded for sure on noble barker soundcloud noble barker n o b l e b a r c a on soundcloud uh, you'll be able to see that up there. Now, I want to talk about something real quick that I've noticed I do have. I do have studio quirks. Okay, I, I thought I wouldn't be that type of person. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was just going, you know what I'm saying, come in the studio, chill, smoke a blunt. You know what I'm saying? Even that could be a quirk in terms of just getting the smoke ready and, you know what I'm saying, rolling up. Like, that could be, you know, uh, you know, a recipe, you know what I'm saying, or, or a ritual, if you will. But um, I didn't think, like, I need, like, I, I don't do, like, the mirror, mirror. <laughs> And all that, I don't need none of that shit. But it's just like, I ain't gonna lie, I go in there and I throw like a 15, 30 punch combination. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to get that out. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm not gonna lie, every single time that I've been getting in the studio since I was about 19, because I was in and out the studio for four minutes. So, um, you know, every time that I was actually in there, before I actually start doing anything vocally on the mic, whether that's rapping or singing, I gotta get some combinations in. <laughs> like, I just, and I'm not talking about no lazy, like, throw. I'm talking about some combinations. Like, I, like, it's just like, I don't know, maybe get that energy off, just get to relax my, um, relax my, my, my motions a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, 
you could be coming from a situation or, you know what I'm saying, just just got finished having a conversation and thinking about something. Like, I'm trying to get completely naked in the brain, if that makes any sense. I need my brain to be uncovered with all just, you know what I'm saying, it needs to be ready to paint white canvas. You know what I'm saying? And the 30 punch combination, I guess it helps me get to that white canvas. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I do have studio quirks. I'm not going to lie. I do need the Lala in the studio. It's not just because I need to get high, which I do. But, but, but on top of it, it's like I need it for the atmosphere. Like, I just need to smoke. Like, it's just like, it's just good. It's just good when you're in the studio with the with the smoke blowing and the song playing in the background and you chopping it up with your homies and you know you're just laughing you're just having a good time it's very at least my sessions they be real relaxing real relaxing not too many people in there you know what I'm saying it's either me by myself with the with the producer or the or the engineer maybe a couple of other people in there on on just you know listening on a session you know sometime or whatever but you know for the most part I be having like real relaxed you know what I'm saying smoking eating a pop tart you feel me? Like, that's, I'm just, I'm calling. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is my element. This is where I want to be at really all times. Eight hours out the day, I would I would rather be at the studio eight hours every single day. You know what I'm saying? At some point, I'm going to get to that level, I promise you. And I'm going to get that stew in, um, you know what I'm saying, where I can just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, artists, like, have, like, the studio at their house, you know what I'm saying? And just treat it like a job, eight to five. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's a viable thing right there, for real. You know what I'm saying? When you're that type of lab rat who just needs to be in the studio because you have the itch. Like, even if I was just in there doing nothing, we could just be in there listening. We could just be in there, um, you know, learning about, like, all this. Like, it doesn't matter what I'm in there. I need to be in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a basketball player, you need to be on a basketball court with a hoop. You know, and you're dribbling on the sidewalk thinking it's 1999. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely not. Like, I remember J. Cole said that in his documentary. He said he was coming up. He up here dribbling a, dribbling a basketball down the street like it's 1997 when niggas out there training in a gym real hard every single day with a trainer. You know what I'm saying? Doing, like, some actual drills. You up here dribbling on the sidewalk. Like, I'm like I'm not trying to say that dribbling on the sidewalk is bad. Of course, dribbling anywhere is good. But I'm not. I'm also going to say that, you know, in the gym training is probably the best training that you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Versus that street ball, you know what I'm saying? Type, you know what I'm saying? Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you go, if you go do something, if you want to do something for real, you got to dedicate real time to it, right? And if you can't dedicate the time that you want to dedicate to it, it might feel like you, you're missing out, you know? And every time I leave this studio, I'm not going to lie, I feel like I'm missing out. Every time. Because I know that I'm spending time doing other shit besides being in the studio, like working a job <laughs> or like getting money for the goddamn studio. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit take money to be up in there. So it's just like, you're going to spend while you're in there, right? You're going to spend hours, spend time, spend money, but it takes time to even get to that point to spend. <laughs> okay. You need free, free time, freedom, unnecessarily, uh, rather uh, a necessary financial freedom or, or, or a time freedom, responsibility freedom, where you can just be in the studio all day. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people that's probably in the studio all day. Young kids, fresh out of high school, don't really got responsibility, can be in there all day if they have the money. You know what I'm saying? Or the trapper. The, 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 the niggas actually, you know what I'm saying? In the streets where they have a financial uh, stability, to be quite honest. You know what I'm saying? To, to allocate, you know, just throw money at hours. 
Because that's what you're doing in the studio. Like, I don't think people really understand exactly what, what artists, not what they go through. I'm not one of them type of niggas, but I'm just saying, like, what they do. Like, what you actually do to get the, the job done is that you're spending money on hours. That's what you're doing. You're, you're spending money to use time. Okay, and the way that you use the time, the valuable or, or the result of the time that you use, you know what I'm saying, the value of the time that you use uh, is depending on how the session goes. You know what I'm saying, like my homie was telling me, a lot of people getting in the session, they, he said they book a four-hour session, all right? That's at least a couple of hundred, all right? So they're booking a four-hour session, and they up there smoking for two hours. Now, I said I smoke. I got my virtue and everything. But as I'm smoking, I'm talking. We talking about the, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we about to gear up for the shit. We uploading the shit. I'm sending you an email for the track stems. You know what I'm saying? We getting shit done as we doing it. We're not just sitting around chilling. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know what I'm saying? How you value your time in a studio, especially uh, because you're going to be paying, <laughs> you know, quite, quite some chunk change to be up in there. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you want some quality, like at the end of the day. Man, it's it, you know, it's it's a hell of a thing to try to balance that. And I always feel it, I'm not gonna lie, I always feel as though, um, you know what I'm saying, I'm just I'm missing out on something. You know what I mean? But um, you know what I'm saying? I just gotta get my ducats up. You know what I'm saying? I got bills. Yeah, I got rent list everybody else, you know what I'm saying? But really, once I get my ducats up, they'll 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 be a little bit better, um, you know what I'm saying, just to be going there more often, you know. Um, but you know, I, like I said, you know, I do have my studio quirks. I'm not gonna lie, 30 punch combination, I let it go. You know what I'm saying? Zap Jude up in there with the jack. All right? Episode 70 of Noble's Pod, Ben. Um, you know, next topic uh, coming up next. Okay. Um, you know, so I'm back, man. Uh, moving on to the next topic on the rundown. Um, the CDC. We got to talk about the CDC. That is the uh, Center Disease Control or some shit like that. Um... I mean, who knew before COVID, right? What the fuck the CDC was, but you know, when when COVID first came out, let's do a let's do a retrack, y'all. Stick with me here. Stick with me here. When first COVID first came out last year, when it first was announced for real, for real, was in March. Okay, I think it was early March. It was announced that you know COVID has is a global wide pandemic, and you know it's a disease, and all these things from the CDC start releasing as far as what you should do. So they start uh, telling people to make sure you keep your hands clean at all times. Make sure that you are washing your hands at a higher clip than normal. Okay? They also was telling people that they should use hand sanitizer. Okay? That also that was telling people that you should go ahead and wear a mask. Okay? Now, at first, when people heard that they should wear a mask, a lot of people were kind of, you know, a little bit tense about the situation. Not really you know, wanting to give in to that request from the CDC, okay? But then over time, you saw that change very quickly. Then you saw a lot of a lot of people masking up, even though like a Georgia or a Florida or a Texas was pretty much wide open the entire time, there were still people down there wearing a mask up to a certain point, right? Um, so, you know, people were more acceptable of wearing the mask, right? And then now, okay, I'm just trying to give you a timeline. Then now... Once they put out the vaccine and they say by October or November, there should be 90% of adults in America that are, are vaccinated. I guess I'll be the 10% at that time. Uh, you know, you know bearing, barring I get uh, COVID. Um, but, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, uh, you know, this time you're telling me that if I get the vaccine, if I'm vaccinated, I don't have to wear the mask. 
okay? Now, just stick with me on the timeline, y'all. Just stick with me, okay? I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm, I dropped out. I don't have uh, any credentials, okay? Okay, like I don't have nothing, okay? I just got common sense, okay? Stick with me. Didn't earlier, okay, they said that you have to wear the mask, okay, to not only prevent the spread of the virus, okay, but prevent you from getting it, okay? That's what they said. Word for word, verbatim, wear the mask to prevent the spread of the disease COVID and to also prevent you getting the disease COVID, okay? This is what they said. It actually made sense. I can dig it. That actually makes sense. Okay. Now you're telling me that since I have the vaccination, since I'm vaccinated, I'm not talking about me, I'm saying in general, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask. You do realize that's a direct, <laughs> a fucking direct contradiction to what you just told me to do a couple of months before. It makes no sense, okay? Who are these motherfuckers, okay? I don't even have any credentials. They should pay me to fucking supervise these motherfuckers. Who the fuck put that out, okay? Somebody should have said, didn't we just say a couple of months ago in order to prevent you from getting the COVID disease, you should wear a mask, okay? And they also said that if you have the vaccination, right, that doesn't stop you from getting COVID. So if having the vaccination, being vaccinated, is not going to stop me from getting COVID, it's just not going to be deadly at that point. You know, my body cells, I guess it's able to take it since the vaccination that you gave me is essentially COVID. So go and trick my body cell system to believe that it's already had it before so it can fight it off. Okay. It's such a weird type. They're trying to do reverse psychology with cells. This is stupid. Okay, this is absolutely stupid, okay? But apparently it works. So they're telling me that if I have the vaccination, if I am vaccinated, that I can still get the disease, okay? I can, I'm still, uh, you know, culpable to being, to being uh, you, know, uh, you know, a receiver, a receiver of the motherfucking disease, okay? Period, okay? That's what they said. If that's the case, why the fuck wouldn't you wear a mask? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't, like I said that to my homie, he was like, yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. And it's just, listen, man, it's a lot of things that just don't make sense when you really look at it. Like my homie, he's Christian, right? Me and him was having a conversation after a long smoke section. You know, he riding back, dropped me off. And I'm just like, yo, I don't know how we talk, start talking about it. But I said, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I told him, it's not that I don't believe in the religion Christianity. That's not what my thing is, okay? I do. I believe in Judaism. I believe in Christianity. I just believe that, you know, Islam, you know, is the last revelation of all the religions. So that's like the third chapter. You know what I'm saying? It's like it put all of those, it put the Judaism, it, it put that in there, it put the, the Christian, and then, and then it was the Muslim that came last. That was the last chapter to the book. This is what we should be following. This is what I believe, Okay. So I said that I have to say this to people so they won't think that you're just thinking that you're just thinking that you're not you don't fuck with Christianity and shit like you know what I'm saying I gotta preface that okay by the way my brother name means Jesus by the way <laughs> just just letting y'all know that by the way okay okay 
I told him, I said, now in your whole life, okay, the pastor, your mom, everybody that was Christian, they have told you that Jesus died for your sins, right? He said, yes. I said, if Jesus died for your sins, then why are you worrying about going to hell? He didn't have an answer for me. <laughs> like most people that I asked that same question, okay? If you one of those people, because not all Christians believe this, I think like some traditional, uh, you know, what was it, First Testament don't believe, you know, because the First Testament is much different. That's another thing that I spoke about too. I said, dude, how the fuck did they just come up with a whole new book? You know what I'm saying? One says you can't eat pork. One says that you can. I mean, wouldn't that just throw you off right then and there? I mean, like, okay, so why can I eat pork? Tell me why. I, can... <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just a bunch of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Just a bunch of bullshit. Especially that New Testament. Okay? But I'm telling him, I said, listen, man. If Jesus died for your sins, why are you worrying about going to hell? Right? If somebody dies for your sins, there's no reason to go to hell. That means you're all going to heaven. All you got to do is be Christian, right? That's what that means. That's literally what that means. I'm not misinterpreting at all. No. This is not the only first person that I've came to with this and totally was stubbed. I mean, to this day. That was like last week. He still hasn't gave me an answer yet. To this day. He hasn't gave me an answer yet. I'm probably going to ask him when I get off the pot. Did you get an answer? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That kind of stops people for a little bit. I ain't trying to convert nobody. I'm not that type of nigga. I ain't giving no dowel. I ain't that type of nigga. I just look at shit. If it don't make sense, just off of ear volume, just like off of like first glance, I'm going to fucking address it. I'm not going to act like I'm just going to roll with it because I got faith in it. Nah. 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 And if it don't make sense, I ain't fucking with it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking with it. CDC, you told me that I have to wear the mask to prevent not only me getting or spreading, um, excuse me, you told me to wear the mask uh, not only for me to stop spreading the COVID, but for me to also prevent me from getting the COVID. Now you're telling me that I'm vaccinated, right? I can still get COVID, so I shouldn't wear the mask? That doesn't make any sense. I should still wear the mask vaccinated since I can get the COVID so I can prevent myself from getting it. <laughs> it doesn't take... A 24-year-old dropout to come up with this type of common sense, y'all. It don't, okay? What it takes is somebody that actually, maybe, it's not that I I, 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 I care. I mean, I'm, I'm, I do care for my own personal well-being and own family and, you know, health and safety well-being. I'm not going to say I care about all you motherfuckers, okay? I'm not going to say that, okay? But maybe just the little bit of care, okay, the little bit of, of fucking attention to detail, uh, uh, that I put in is needed, okay? It's like, they should hire me for these things. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, every single time, I'm always addressing a situation that is just common sense. Like, this is common sense. I addressed the oil situation, the gas shortage situation, um, you know what I'm saying, on the last pod, and pretty much was like, listen, if y'all don't see that this is some mafia Russian connection, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if this is just right in your face. Like, this is just, you know what I'm saying? You're not about to tell me that the shit don't stink. I'm not about to be that. You, you can do that with somebody else and spray for breeze right underneath of their nose. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? You go right ahead. But me, I'm not going to take it, all right? I just know when something is that off, when you totally contradict yourself in a short amount of time, 
it, 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 just, it totally makes me feel as though every study that you did, every motherfucking work that y'all put in is sort of, kind of, some of it is faulty. Okay, that's what that makes me think. Okay, when, 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 when all your points and all your P's and Q's don't come back right, when all your T's ain't crossed and all your I's ain't dotted, I'm looking at you a little bit different. Because you're the fucking CDC. You can't fuck up. You know what I'm saying? There's certain people that can fuck up, y'all. Like, there's certain people that can fuck up in terms of their job, okay? But can a, can a, can a brain surgeon fuck up? No. A brain surgeon has no room for mistakes. <laughs> that man has to be 100% throughout his whole entire career unless he's going to suffer the brunt of some sort of consequence. Whether it's him, the hospital, somebody getting sued, something. Okay? That's just a fact. There's certain people that cannot afford mistakes. The police, they can't make mistakes. You can't. You are in a position where mistakes can't be made. Okay? Same thing for the CDC. Y'all motherfuckers are the center of disease control for this country. And you are contradicting yourself in a matter of weeks. Come on, bro. If you really think about it, it's trifling. It's trifling, yo. When you really think about it, it's mad trifling. And it's real ghetto. It's, it's, it's real ghetto to tell people to do something, convince them to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, I just don't fuck with it, bro. I don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I expect more. <laughs> I expect more, okay? I don't know why I do, but I, I just do expect more. Um, moving on, though, for, you know, just point uh, B of that, uh, you know, topic on the rundown. I heard that is a, a possible fourth stimulus check coming up. Um, you know, I don't know what y'all been doing with y'all stimmies, uh, but I've been, I've been spending my stimmies on studio time and, you know what I'm saying, uh, promotion and, you know, you know, getting some things for work and, you know what I'm saying, like, um... You know, I, I feel as though, you know, the stimulus check, if it come through the fourth term, if it doesn't, you know, saying who cares. But my homie, he had, a, he had a great question. He was like, yo, do we need it? He was like, dang, I didn't know the country was that fucked up. I said, nigga, what the fuck you think happened? What you think COVID was? Just a disease? What you think the pandemic was, nigga? I said, niggas, niggas lost their job, bro. Niggas got kids, bro. Niggas living in New York. Niggas living in LA. Places that didn't get that type of... You know what I'm saying? Texas, Florida, Atlanta treatment of just not giving a fuck about COVID. Where their business was still able to run and people were able to still keep a job. I mean, even down here in Georgia, I was hearing the unemployment was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. But at the end of the day, for the most part, um, you know what I'm saying? It was a little bit more lax. A little bit more relaxed than the New York. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or than the... Um, damn, see my fucking uh, laptop just turned on. Than the New York or than the LA. You know what I'm saying? So... You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Mm. Exactly what the CDC is talking about. All I know is that's some bullshit and you're not about to tell me that the shit don't stink. Now, moving on to the next topic on the rundown of episode 70. Hosted by your boy, Noble Balkan, a.k.a. Grandal, a.k.a. No Choke, a.k.a. Studio Stoop. And, um, you know what I'm saying? You always know you can find me on Noble's Network YouTube channel, SoundCloud, Noble Barker for audio, 9Noble7 on Instagram, TikTok, Noble's Network. Um, where else can you find me? Where else can you Facebook, Noble's Network. You know what I'm saying? Soon coming to multiple platforms uh, very soon. Did I say TikTok? I did. Uh, Mayans Review, man. I got to talk about the Mayans. 
You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite shows right now out on FX, dude. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole cast. Uh, Kurt Sutter. I mean, even my brother was like, yo, the director? This nigga's on a whole different level. Like, on a whole different level, bro. And it seemed like I be gassing these shows, bro, but I'm really not. Like, I'm telling you, these are probably the best shows on TV. Like, everybody be talking about these little other shows and shit. I'm like, nigga, I ain't watching that shit. I ain't watching that shit, nigga. I'm watching Mayans, City on the Hill on Showtime, Law and Order, SVU, Organized Crime. And you can tell me, you know, any other shows that can compete with that. You know what I'm saying? I, that's going to be hard to find, for real, for real. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Mayans, episode 10, I believe it was, review. Easy, man. Easy. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. Um, You know what I'm saying? His pops, yo, fuck his pops, yo. Fuck that motherfucker. What the fuck? What was that? His pops was on some foul shit, yo. If my pops did some shit like that, I might have it, yo. Hey, pop, we gotta have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? We gotta have a conversation. We gotta address this. You know, what is this? You know what I'm saying? I see you trying to save the girl. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you gotta let her make that decision. You gotta let me make that decision, bro. You can't, you can't tell my girl that knows that all the shit that I've been putting her through for the past few weeks... You can't tell her that I'm a monster. You can't tell her that. You can't tell her that I'm a monster, bro. You can't tell her that I'm a horrible person. Like, even if I'm horrible, you still can't tell her that. Like, that's for her to decide whether she want to stick with the shitty ass nigga or not. You know what I'm saying? But that's not for you to decide to try to save her. And, you know, just because she came from Mexico, all of the violence that she had to get away with, she shouldn't be around it with me. I was willing to leave. I was about to bounce. He was about to leave the club. He, you know, he talked to Angel, had the whole conversation. Angel was like, yo, I wasn't feeling that. You know, Angel, I feel as though he kind of took a little bit of disrespect on it at first. He's like, nigga, I brought you in. And then, nigga, at the same day, you was about to be a whole rat out this motherfucker. I was about to clip you off in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And then I brought you in. You you know, you got better. You turned your, you know. But at the end of the day, I brought you in. Okay. This is my shit. You know what I'm saying? And I you know, just felt as though, you know. But I think he was happy because, like he said, his mom, moms would be proud of him. Mom didn't want him to ever be a part of that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was always on a different trajectory, whether that was with football. I think he was playing football or something like that. Whether it was with football or school or whatever. Like, he was just always a good kid into that situation that happened with his mom dying and him going to prison and shit like that. But, um, you know, like, uh, easy, man. Ezekiel, he did not get Gabby. Um, fuck the pops, bro. That's why I will continue to say fuck the pops, bro. Fuck pop. Fuck that motherfucker. You fucked up. You fucked up big time, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Big time. Like, there's just no reason that was not warranted. She, she was happy. She was happy. She was like, he's coming with me. And you just fuck it up? Because you sad. Because you depressed. You ain't got a wife. No, nigga. No, nigga. I'm not you. Okay? I'm not you. Okay, that's what, that's what, you know, sometimes, you know, parents, they got it. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm getting a little emotional here because I kind of relate to this a little bit. But I feel as though some parents got to realize that at the end of the day, you could be them. Like, like you might have similar characteristics or, you know what I'm saying? But even involved in the same things, you know, if that's the case. But that doesn't mean that y'all the same person. You know what I'm saying? It's just not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you do come from that person directly. That is your lineage. That's your blood. That's your genes. That's in your shit. Do not get me wrong. I'm not one of those type of niggas. Okay? All I'm trying to say is, y'all not the same, though. 
Y'all not the same. Like, the level of shittiness the pop was on, I don't know if EZ got to that level yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, the pops was a whole fucking, you know, rogue military nigga who was probably putting in mad work. Okay? During them Nicaraguan days. Okay? All right? With them cartel days. He was probably putting in mad work. Easy. He, he, he got a couple bodies. He got a couple bodies. Okay, but he's, he's, he's no fucking animal out there. He's no fucking... I mean, he did say he was willing to kill a kid, though. He was willing to kill that kid with no questions asked. Um, homie actually survived that blast. Survived the bombing, so we'll see what happens. Because, um, you know, of course, since Easy is home... Home as in, in San... San uh, Santo Pedro, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just like, it's kind of hard, man. It's kind of hard, um, you know what I'm saying, watching that go down. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was able to get the girl and leave off to the sunset. And, you know what I'm saying, maybe, uh, you know what I'm saying, that was just going to be it. But uh, I guess not. It, uh, apparently, Emily, you know what I'm saying, who's, uh, of course, the wife of, um, what's his name, Miguel? Miguel? You know, Emily, she wants some other shit. She really trying to, she really trying to get Ezekiel sucked in. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to pull in that emotion, bring him back in, bring him back in. Okay, you notice she was in. Even my brother, we watched. He was like, bro, she was in control of the whole conversation. This nigga couldn't even breathe until she left. He exhaled. You know what I mean? Like she just came out of nowhere on some shit. You know what I'm saying? You won't believe. Look at my neck and bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? This is not the time, okay? This is not the time. Also, it's not the way either. Even if you was coming to look for my protection or something like that, all right, all of this crying shit, all of this shit about us in high school, about the book and all that, that was extra. That was extra. You know what I'm saying? You should have been moved on like I moved on. Now you're pulling me back in, you're pulling me back in, okay? It was tough for me to watch that scene, man. I'm like, look at this bitch. <laughs> Fucking up this nigga psyche. He's like, fuck, now I got to deal with this whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Not, this is before he even knows the, about the situation with his pops. About, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, Gabby's just leaving. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, yo, he's ready to leave with his girl. He's thinking everything's smooth. And all of a sudden, you pop up, you know what I'm saying, with some bruises on your neck. Talking about, do you remember when we was kids and we were watching the soldiers and the soldier and... Bitch! <laughs> Put the novel down! Okay, we're not talking about the novel no more. You put the novel down. I don't give a fuck if it's a best-selling book. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? This bitch is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Just thinking that she could just... You know what I'm saying? There's some bitches that's like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Real real spill. I'm not going to lie for a lot of the other bitches that, you know... Some of these bitches be calling a nigga back. You know what I'm saying? And they just think that you can... They can emotionally just reel you in. Like, you just, like, fish. Like, this is just easy. Like, bitch, you do realize that I'm, like, a whole nigga out here. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about your emotions. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? We are not dealing with each other anymore. That was in the past. You gotta put that away. You know what I'm saying? You gotta move on. You know what I'm saying? But some girls, they be trying to pull you back in. They be trying to pull you. Ah, suck you back in, bro. Suck you back in. I don't like it. I don't like it, but... Gilberto, you know what I'm saying, Gilberto came through. Shout out to my nigga Gilberto. Real shit. Salute to that nigga. Okay? Even even with Coco being, you know what I'm saying, you fucking eliminated from the fucking uh, club. Not not a part of the club anymore. He's not a Mayan any longer. Okay, he's gone. You can't even be around him anymore. You can't even show up to the motherfucking facility. His daughter showed up. He like, yo, you can't even be around. You know what I'm saying? But Gilberto, you hearing what his daughter say? His daughter went in like, fuck you. Fuck all. This is what I said. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck everybody. Fuck this place. Fuck this club. Fuck you. Fuck this town. Fuck you, motherfucker. 
fuck all of you, okay? That really affected him in a certain way. I'm not going to lie. That was one hell of a scene right there. One hell of a scene. Um, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? He went to go get his nigga back, bro. Apparently, I didn't know. Um, Gilberto brought him in. You see, a lot of this, a lot of this club shit, it's like, it's like gang shit. But it's just, there's a little bit more smaller, of course, more family brotherhood because it's just smaller. So it's only like 10 of them, you know what I'm saying? In, in, in each, uh, in each branch. Of course, they have more Mayans in uh, other cities, but just for that city, it's about 10 to 12 of them or whatever. Um, so, you know, like, I didn't know. I just, I realized that in that episode that Gilberto had brought in Coco. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So then I'm like, yo, that's the reason why he went to go, you know what I'm saying? And that's why Coco was coming to him and Gilberto was checking if he was good. Like, I didn't know that he brought him in. I didn't, I mean, I knew they were so close and they was homies and shit, but I didn't know he passed, like, he was one of the reasons why Coco got patched in. So, you know what I'm saying? He went to go get Coco, Coco, um, you know what I'm saying? Try to take his little drug addicted girl. Some shit went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Little fiend ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? She ends up getting a nigga killed. The crazy ass motherfucker. He deserved every everything that he got. Every bullet to the neck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Every choke of blood. He deserved every bit of that. But that motherfucker was weird as fuck. That, you know, it's him and Potter. In terms of weird characters, that is the weirdness. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of Potter. Speaking Potter is back. A little weird motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's where you get all that's where you get all that Spanish from. He married to a Hispanic girl, got a Hispanic kid and everything. You know what I'm saying? Half Hispanic like that. You would just never believe like this motherfucker Potter, bro. It just this motherfucker. But Potter, okay, gets a surprise visit from the one and only Adelita, who just got finished visiting one of the special agents and that special agent. Um, you know what I'm saying? Either, you know, the, from what I heard in the Potter situation in, in their conversation, the special agent played her on some shit or Potter is playing her. You know what I'm saying? And the special agent told her Potter is going to lie to you. Adelita says it's going to be a short conversation. They end up having a long conversation. So for me, I'm believing a special agent or I believe Potter. I can't believe this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm believing a special agent. This motherfucker lying. She had a longer conversation than she would. Should have went in there, stabbed this motherfucker up, shot him, left, got rid of the motherfucking body, did whatever you had to do. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, she up in there talking to the nigga doing a slow death. I don't really like that. I didn't really like that at all. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm actually resumed the uh, uh, episode breakdown real quick. I just got to pause out and bring it back to the video real quick. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so yeah, um, you know what I'm saying, Gilberto went to go get Coco back, you know what I'm saying, he, uh, ended up getting his, uh, fiend girlfriend, his drug fiend out girlfriend back too, um, you know what I'm saying, and that whole fucking, uh, you know, uh, heroin, uh, mountain, or whatever the fuck that was, uh, what was it, meth mountain, um, that place is probably destroyed now, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, since their leader is gone, who knows what the blowback, uh, of that is going to be. Um, but, uh, Gilberto did get Coco out of that situation, and I do fuck with that, even though he's not even part of the club anymore, and who's to say he didn't have any consequences that he had to deal with with the club, you know what I'm saying, like, what if they found out about that, that, that brick, what if they found out, um, about, you know what I'm saying, um, him, well, not find out, but just, you know, want to, want, want to punish him in some sort for just not being there, and these niggas going through a whole fucking battle, a whole war with the whole fucking club, and he not even there. You know what I'm saying? You over there coked out. You know what I'm saying? heroin out. You know what I'm saying? Fiend out. You know what I'm saying? So it's fucked up. But, you know, Gilberto came through for the nigga Taza. All right, listen. Shout out to, uh, I think it's called the Hyenas Podcast. Shout out to them. 
History hyenas. That's what it's called. History hyenas, man. Um, tell to the motherfuckers. They don't do their podcasts anymore, but I got this word from them, and I always said I will keep this word on, okay? Because I was looking for a substitute, okay? I was like, I mean, you know, they ban you out real easy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, so I'm trying to find substitutes on word. Um, one of the ones that I just fell in love with because it's hilarious Okay, is Zagat. Okay, now I'm not gonna say the 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 explanation and the meaning behind it. If you know the history hyenas, um, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. So Taza is a motherfucking Zagat. Okay, a motherfucking Zagat, and um, you know, not just to the fact because he's gay or nothing. Like, no, he's a Zagat. Like this this motherfucker right here. You know what I'm saying? Fucking up shit. Okay. Fucking up shit for real, for real. Okay, almost gets the nigga sister killed with his with his kid killed. Who who knows what it could have happened there? You know what I'm saying? Uh, end up killing her her brother. You know what I'm saying? She had to kill her own brother and shit to keep his secret because he don't want to tell niggas that he is a zagat. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that they wasn't gonna be fucking with that shit. This is not. Uh, no, th- this show takes place during this time. You know, this is it's current time, but. It's, it's, you know, these, these, this is a Hispanic gang. This is a Hispanic motorcycle gang. They are not taking any zaggots ever. Then I don't see that being a part of, like, you know how, um, Sons of Anarchy, they had Tig? Like, Tig? I don't know what the fuck was Tig. Tig was like, I guess you, he'd be like gender neutral. I mean, I, that motherfucker was gay. He liked women. He liked transgender. This motherfucker would fuck anything. You know what I'm saying? He fucked the mom. He'll fuck anybody. You know what I'm saying? The Tig was just Tig, you know, a crazy motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? To put him work. But um, I still I still fuck with Tig though, cause he was just a crazy motherfucker to put him work. But I ain't gonna lie, that motherfucker was he was just, he was I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They not allowing that in the Mayans, bro. They not allowing that type of you know what I'm saying? They just not, bro. They just they a little bit more spiritual with theirs. You know, they got a little bit more morals, codes, and honor that I will say um. That Sons of Anarchy just doesn't have. They allow a lot of the wild shit over there in Sons. But, um, yeah, Mayans, things a little bit more controlled. You know what I'm saying? So taking taking a zagat in, you know what I'm saying? This whole entire time not knowing that this motherfucker was hiding his sexuality, bro. And he killed the nigga. He killed, um, who was the nigga that was, uh, Riz. He killed Riz, bro. Come on, bro. Because Riz knew about the secret, bro. Come on, bro. That's not cool. <laughs> That's not cool. All right, so then he just can't take it after the situation that happened with uh, Paco's sister and shit. Sister end up killing Paco. Whole situation like this, you know what I'm saying? The sister tell him, "I did all of this." You know, she told him, "Just leave, just leave." I did all of this just to, for me to hide your motherfucking secret that you was zagging, nigga. You know what I'm saying? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. Okay. So he just can't take it anymore. He's tired. Okay, he gets tired. Okay, like I'm pretty sure Zagat would. Now, now, no, but listen, he gets tired. He 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 wants to have a one on one with Bishop. Now, Bishop is the fucking leader of the club, a leader of the motherfucking motorcycle club of the MC. So he's having a one on one with Bishop. He tells Bishop he confides in Bishop, um, you know, and Bishop is pissed the fuck off, yo. Like you can tell Bishop is just like so he feels so betrayed, just so disappointed, and just. Oh, you just see the face that he made. He just looked at him like he was nothing. Like, nigga, you, you mother, you motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I felt Bishop 100%. Bishop be wildin' sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like what he did to Alvarez and, you know what I'm saying, trying to take over and one king of one king and all that. 
listen, but at the end of the day, he has his rules. He sticks up for his brothers. He stands with his brothers um, at the end of the day. And, you know, for, for, for Taza to go out and do those type of things, uh, you know, that's saying that's just not cool, bro. This is not cool. Um, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, I remember he's telling <laughs> Bishop respond. He said, Bishop, he said, you telling me you did all of this because you were a zagat. <laughs> Okay, and then before he can be, before he can get out Zagat, he was probably on the Zag part. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, Taza responded was like, because I was in love. Because I was in love. Nigga, you was in love, nigga. Shut the fuck up. You was in love. All this in love. You're supposed to be in love with the club, nigga. What happened to the love of the brotherhood? What happened to the brotherly love? Huh? What happened to the love of the MC? What happened to that? You was just in love getting fucked in the ass. Again, your dick sucked by another man talking about his love. Fuck that. Fuck that. Killed him, clipped him, popped off, gunshot to end the episode. I was happy. I'm not going to lie. I was happy to see Tazza get removed. You killed Riz. Riz was that nigga. He was pimping the bitches. You know what I'm saying? You know I fuck with the pimps. You know what I'm saying? You killed Riz. Riz was cool as fuck. I fuck with that. You did the shit with the sister and shit. You fucking up her life. You know what I'm saying? She's a fucking like lawyer consultant. She has a good life. She has a kid and everything. You fucking up her shit. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I just don't respect it at all. They clipped him off. They gunshot. Pop, pop. Bishop. I mean, I don't know how that possibly went. Maybe he took the gun, you know, because this show is crazy. So next episode, we could be watching, and all of a sudden, fucking Taz took the, took the gun from Bishop. Shot Bishop. I mean, you who knows? You know what I'm saying? But for me, I don't think that's what happened. I think Bishop put two to his head like he should have. You know what I'm saying? Get the zagat. Up out the goddamn club. Like I said in previous episodes, once they find out that this motherfucker is a zagat, what are they gonna do to this nigga? Is it gonna are they gonna burn his skin off? Or I mean they I know they have some consequences with these type of things. Um, you know what I'm saying? This shit is ridiculous. But you know what I'm saying? Um got clipped up, got shot. Fuck that motherfucker. Okay, I don't fuck with that motherfucker at all. Not because of his sexuality, no. It's because of what you did to to hide yourself, to hide your true self. As a person, you killed somebody. You killed your brother. <laughs> okay? In the club. That's fucked up. Okay? He was going to make it. You put your hands over his mouth. Like, that was... That was eh. <laughs> Moving on to Toy Stories, man. Moving on to the Toy Stories on the pot. Because, yeah, I'm getting worked up. Um, moving on to the Toy Stories, man. Um, episode 70. Noble's Pot. Hosted by your boy, Noble Barker, A.K.A. Grandal. A.K.A. No Choke. A.K.A. Studio. Still, studio, still. Um, listen, man, Toy Stories. I remember, you know what I'm saying, as a kid, right? Because, you know what I'm saying, last night I was watching Die Hard and shit. I'm like trying to finish like the Die Hard series. Because like my brother was asking me, I was like, yo, I forgot how good and also how old the movies is. That Yo, the first Die Hard came out in 1988. That is forever ago. That is, yo, for that movie to look, that, that shit was picture perfect clear. I'm talking about, you know, no fucking, like, I'm, it looked better than any other movie that came out this year. I guarantee. Like, just off of the cinematography alone, off of the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the views, the type of, it's just, that's why I only watch movies that's 2009 or before. I always say this. You know what I'm saying? That I preferably like to watch movies that are older, like Dr. Chivago and The Godfathers and shit, because I don't know, it just, I feel as though that look, that type of vintage look, it just looks so crazy. Like, it just looks so crisp, so clean. Like, oh my God. But, 
man, I really forgot how perfect of a movie. The first Die Hard, that is a perfect movie, bro. That is, you know how hard, because I'm a movie head, right? There's not too many perfect movies, okay? Scarface is one of them. Godfather Part 1, Part 2, perfect movies. It's a few. It's a few. Goodfellas, perfect movies. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings is a perfect movie. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to just get every scene to hit. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to get me to get me like to. And I'm a person who can stay attentive, okay, to something long. But it's hard to, you know, what I'm saying on on, on a two hour plus movie to have me really, you know, at the edge of my seat. On each scene, you know what I'm saying? I'm not for something bad to happen, just for me to see how the conversation is going to go. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm telling you, just go back and watch 1988 Die Hard, the very first one. I mean, what a stud Bruce Willis was. What a stud, man. I got to give him credit where credit is due. What a fucking stud. Real spill. I see why um he was with uh, Demi Moore. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say, I'm not going to lie. He was, he was quite a stud. He was in a, a cop from New York, got the haircut. You know what I'm saying? Good shape. Hans! Hans! You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go to the movies. Go to the club. Maybe go to the... You know what I'm like, he was just cool as fuck. Like, he was on a whole different level, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, young Bruce Willis. Young Bruce Willis with hair. That's a different Bruce Willis, bro. That's a different Bruce Willis. Um, I think that's my grandma's favorite actor, too, because I remember... The very first time I seen that movie was with my grandma. In the morning, we was watching it on the weekend. My grandma made some rice, some bacon, some grits, some eggs. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Whole fucking breakfast showdown. We had, we had inside her room. And yeah, I think it was like me and my brother. And we watching fucking Die Hard, bro. And I'm fucking like glued to this movie. Like, yo. I just remember like watching like it's a great, probably my grandma's favorite movie. I'm not going to lie. Top five greatest, one of the greatest movies in my opinion. Like, if it, I always say top five, you know what I'm saying? It's top something. It, it, that shit is amazing. You know what I'm saying? And for like holidays, like during holiday time, if you, you know, you celebrate Christmas and all that shit, nigga, what? That movie would be hitting on so many motherfucking levels. You know what I'm saying? In 1980, 70 Christmas. Like it starts off with the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Rap Christmas shit. Like this shit is fucking hard, bro. Fucking Argyle in there. You know what I'm saying? The, fam- the dude from Family Matters, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is dope as fuck, bro. Dope-ass movie, bro. You know what I'm saying? You talking about, that was back then when they used to make, like, real villains, like, villains. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hans? Like, Hans? Hans was a fucking villain, you know what I'm saying? And who was the nigga with the long hair? That motherfucker had a look about him. You know what I'm saying? He looked like he was trying to get some work in, especially after he killed his brother. I think his name was, like, uh, Car, Car or something. Car- Carlisle or something. Carl? Carl. I think it was Carl. Could have just been Carl. Um, but yeah, that motherfucker, the black, the black dude in there too, he was funny as hell. The dude that Argyle had punched in the face and shit, he was cool as fuck too. He was funny as hell, but you know what I'm saying? I think, uh, real quick though, on, on, on the Toy Stories, you know, um, my grandma, right? Like, I think my grandma, the reason, another reason why she liked that movie and probably another reason why I liked the movie is because they was robbing a bank. <laughs> they was robbing. Okay. They was robbing the bank. Getting money out the motherfucking vault. And I'm not going to lie. My grandma has told me a few stories about her brother. You know what I'm saying? My Uncle Mac and them. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Lainey and them. They robbing it. They used to be robbing it. You know what I'm saying? Doing some things. Okay? 
brought home the, you know what I'm saying? Came to came to an apartment one time, put like mad thousands on the motherfucking bed. My grandma wasn't having it. Get that money out of my house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure she took a couple thousands though. She never said that she did, but I, I got a good feeling. Grandma took a couple thousand. Real spill, real spill. But you know what I'm saying? Because I remember one time, right? I was with my grandma. Just me, me, my brother, and my grandma. We gotta go up to Wachovia. This is when Bank of America was Wachovia. So this is way back then, bro. I had to be about seven, maybe, maybe six or seven. Okay. Um, we take a jitney up there. Um, and as we're getting on the jitney, right, from, from the Wachovia, because we're just leaving, um, and you know how, like, they give, I remember clear as day, you know how they give you, like, the little lollipops, the little dum-dums at the, at the bank, so I got me a little dum-dum, you know what I'm saying, a root beer one, too, which I didn't like, but that was the only one they had, so <laughs> I got me a root beer dum-dum, I'm looking, and my grandma, she, like, we we're about to get on a jitney, my grandma looked to the side and see a brink truck unloading money, right, like, the, like, the guys, like, with the handbags and anything, so, like, she's, like, Look at all that money. <laughs> and I just looked at my grandma. I didn't say anything. I was young, man. I was seven years old. I looked at my grandma, and I thought the same thing. Look at all that money. <laughs> Look at all that money. You know what I'm saying? And we just walked out this bank. Now, I'm a smart kid at seven. So I realized I just walked out of bank, and that money is going into that bank. I think from there, from there, I've been wanting to rob banks ever since. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I've been wanting to rob banks ever since, man. I don't know what it is. Takers, dinner thieves. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, the Greatest Train Robbery. What's that one movie? With, uh, um, shit. That one movie with, uh, what's his name, man? Fucking white dude. He's a southern white dude. He can fucking act his ass off. Um, um, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey is in a movie about these brothers that was like robbing banks and shit, I don't know, I just love the bank robbery shit, I don't know, like, uh, Inside Man is one of my favorite movies, I just fuck with this shit, especially since I know that the money is gonna be insured, so it's not so much of a crime to me, like, it's, it's really not, it's, it's like, they, bro, they be stealing mad money out your account every day, you can't get some of it back, like, this is ridiculous. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. At a very young age, I saw all that money. You know what I'm saying? My girl said, look at all that money. I said, in my head, I said the same. Damn, look at all that money. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of money over there, man. You know what I'm saying? The most money I've ever seen up until that date. <laughs> okay, I've never seen people transferring bags of money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you couldn't see inside the bag. But they was fucking had one bag on a shoulder holding another one. I mean... These motherfucking brink truck workers could have got hit that day real easy. You know what I'm saying? Real easy. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Die Hard. Y'all need to go watch that. Excuse me. Y'all need to go watch that. It's on Netflix. Easily. I think it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu on Netflix. Easily one of the greatest movies ever made. Came out in 1988. Just think about that. 1988. Okay? For the gunshots to even sound like gunshots is, is remarkable. Okay, for the guns to even look like guns is remarkable. Okay, like seriously, like seriously, like you know what I'm saying? Seriously, like for real. Um, but episode seventy, man, noble spot. That's gonna be a wrap it up for today. Mm. So go ahead and light up the joint there. Gonna leave you off with a few toasts, like I always do, man. Um, of course, stay tuned in. 
um, to this episode 70 of Nobu's Pile, hosted by your boy Nobu Vaka, a.k.a. Grandel. It will be uploaded later today on Nobu's Network YouTube channel. That's for video. Okay, it will be uploaded on Noble Baka SoundCloud for audio. Okay, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to put out a couple of mini clips. Okay, because I haven't done my mini clips with the pod in a long time. You know, I was on the live and shit, so I really can't get the mini clips from the, um, from the live. But I'll go ahead and put a couple of mini clips on TikTok, on Instagram uh, as well. So stay tuned in for that. Also, um, you know what I'm saying? Stay tuned in for the music, man. Uh, SoundCloud, Noble Baka. Um, you know what I'm saying? My song with me and Louis Blue. Uh, him producing me uh, doing the vocals and the rapping on the shit. You know what I'm saying? That will be uploaded today for sure, for sure. I don't know if the ones from Homie that I'm doing a feature, uh, that I'm doing the features for, if those are going to be uploaded later today, probably not. Because he does have to, you know what I'm saying, go into the studio and do do whatever he's going to do with it. But, um, you know what I'm saying, those uh, should be uploaded soon. So I'll keep you tuned into that. Um, just to do the shout-outs one more time, as I always do in the episodes, big shout-outs to my man Cody Springer. The Cody Springer Show. Okay, um, go check him out on Instagram. Just reached a milestone of 5,000 downloads. Showing mad love to artists, doing mad exposure for niggas, giving good looks. Shout out to the nigga. I will be on his podcast on Tuesday. Okay, Cody Springer. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, nonchalantly Zay underscore. Was it uh, nonchalantly underscore Zay on Instagram? Shout out to my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh, out of Boston, man. Doing his thing with the music. I'm doing a couple features for him, so they'll be out soon. That's what I was talking about. Um, just a few moments ago. Also, shout out to my man's, uh, you know what I'm saying, Louis Blue, Louis Blue Beats official on Instagram, Louis Blue on YouTube, be coming through with me with the sound, the sound, you know what I mean? Also, shout out to my man, um, El Trucifer, okay, the producer. Also, he's really like, he just really be, be uh, mastering my shit, but he also like be producing me too, you know what I'm saying, helping me on how I want to say this, or, you know what I'm saying, that could be louder, that can be lower, put the pitch here, you know what I'm saying, a little shit like that, so, you know what I'm saying, definitely coming through for the nigga every single time I hop into, uh, you know what I'm saying, to the, to the studio session, big shout out to my man, El Trucifer, y'all go follow him as well on Instagram, and also, as I always say, if you're an artist that need a place you in Georgia, you need a place to record at, you really, really need to go check out Prescott Studios, that's Real Spill, that's the end episode, I'm out, peace, deuces.